In the very back seat, in the very back corner, in the very last car, sat the dope fiend, dozing to and fro from here to there. His gaze remained there in the land of dreams while his body swayed here with the moving train. Adjacent him, on the opposite end, in the very same car of the very same train, sat the meatball man. At his feet was his catering bag filled with tender, juicy balls and focaccia bread. The recently jobless new entrepreneur could not afford a $50 cab and was forced to deliver his food on the MTA. Because of this, he sat sad, yet optimistic, and alone with his thoughts. It did not take long for the aroma to escape the insulated bag, and soon the smell of OG sauce and meatballs filled the roomy train. It was then that he noticed a dope fiend, across the way and through the poles, Mimicking the movement of the train, but his spine still when the smell reached his nose. Through his gaze and within his dream, the fiend was a child again and standing in his grandmother's kitchen. He could smell her yams setting on the stove and her mac and cheese bubbling in the oven. He could hear Mahalia Jackson's tune serenade the needle while Nana prepped food for Sunday's supper. He could feel the carpet fibers tickle his feet as he walked to the table and nibbled at strays of the resting meat. At that moment, he was jolted awake from the land of dreams and into reality, where he stood chewing on his fingers and standing above the man. Removing his hands from his lips, he said, Where am I? You tell me. How did I get here? Consequences of his habit had kept the Dauphine in a sleepless state for the past four days, causing him to exist in limbo between here and there. As a result, in his conscious slumber, the Dauphine stood up and, like a zombie, maneuvered his person across the train and through its loops until his nose located the source. The smell made him awake and everything became real again. Grandma's house was real. The smell of yams was real. The earth under his feet was real. He was real. All of it was real. The Dauphine had not felt real in 14 years. His reality was short-lived. In that moment, a familiar voice began to speak to him, not out loud, but only so he could hear. Noticing the shift in his person, the man asked, Are you okay? I will be, said the fiend in a mischievous way. Somewhere deep inside himself, he could feel how he wanted to react. He felt interested in the aroma coming from the bag. He felt proud that his experienced nose recognized the cinnamon in its steam and remembered how his nana would use cinnamon to season her fish. He wanted to keep in touch so that one day they could grab drinks and talk about their upbringings and talk about their favorite seasonings, their favorite meals, and possibly cook together, exchange food tips, and share secrets. But instead, the magnificent voice of the magnificent beast numbed his feelings and persuaded him to act differently shielding his excitement and his person from the man he stood above. The fiend was helpless and no longer in control, trapped in his conscience as if a child was pushed into a narrow opening of a deep hole and left screaming up at the person who pushed him in for help. Back in reality, the man watched as the eyes of the dope fiend turned a deep glowing black. Through them, he saw the beast, and soon that is what he became. In an instant, the beast grabbed the handle of the bag and began to run towards the next car. However, his puny arms and unstable wrists were no match for its weight, causing his body to jerk when the handle's length reached its end. 
In one motion, the meatball man snatched the handle from his hands and stood up to better react to any new unexpected moves from the fiend. The few passengers occupying the car had by now removed their headphones and were aware of the commotion up front. Standing at an angle and with semi-bald fist, the meatball man said with his most serious eyes and most firm conviction, What the fuck are you doing? Give me the bag, roared the beast, and with the swiftness of a cat, unlatched the handle to the train car door, swung it open, and trampeased the chains of the adjoining train, threatening to jump if the man did not give him the bag of balls and bread. When they saw this, the fearful and oblivious passengers began fumbling in their wallets for money to give to the unstable fiend. One man even extended a shaking $10 bill in front of his coiled body and closed eyes as if he were being robbed at gunpoint, while another lady hipster screamed, Ah! Please just come down, sir! Please! Facing the dope fiend, the meatball man looked him in the eyes and said, Get your ass down! Like a black mother would tell a child who is having a tantrum and jumping on a couch. Realizing his bluff and antics would not work, the Dauphine obliged and regained his stance in front of the bag, barely moving as the train braked into the station. He then closed his eyes and began to whisper in a tongue unfamiliar to the man. It sounded like gibberish or language that he had made up. It then became crystal clear when the fiend suddenly stared into the man's eyes and began to chant, Bibble, 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 nabble, dabble, dibble. The food in that their bag is cursed, and henceforth and after, the sound of my laughter will sing in your head like a curse. Before exiting the train, the beast stretched his left arm and two fingers at the man in his bag and cursed them both in the language he created. He then snatched the ten dollars with his teeth and gnarled at the watching clergy before stepping backwards out of the closing doors, watching the man through the train's glass until he was a blur. The meatball man, both curious and confused, went on to sell out of meatballs that day and credited his earlier encounter on the train as just another day in New York. The following morning, however, he received a phone call stating that a few customers were served slightly pink meatballs yesterday. No one had gotten sick, but you are no longer welcome to serve at the office. He hung up the phone and sunk into his seat. Embarrassed and distraught, he began to think about the dope fiend's warning and ponder the dope fiend's curse to be continued.